This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Very often in the business world, as well as in the world of Shalom Bayis, I find myself encountering people who, let's just say they're not very straight in the words that they say. They lie, manipulate, say things that are half-truths, sometimes falsehoods. And sometimes it's just, it's just, you have to scratch your head and say to yourself, like, what, what were you even thinking? How did you think you were going to say this and even get away with what you said? And sometimes it's not a lie. Sometimes it's a reaction. Sometimes it's a comment. Somebody will say, like, why did you think that that was okay to say to your spouse? Or why did you think it was okay to embarrass your spouse in public? And when pushed against the wall, very often, people start talking and giving their rationalizations for why they thought it was okay to lie, deceive, react, say a line, a comment, whatever the case may be. Sefer Levi Yohu, which those of you who watch my classes are familiar, is one of the most, my one of my favorites of in the world. Just one of... The, the most amazing, amazing, amazing Svarim. Amazing Svarim. He, he brings down over there, Veli Lapian, a concept, a machshava, a yisaid, which is so deep, and it's something which takes processing to fully digest and understand. And as as you listen to this, some people are are going to have a hard time with this. Because... His his musr, his his machshava, his concepts are often so sugar-coated, but when you delve deep into what he's truly saying to us, it it, it really it shakes you up a little bit. He says like this. I'll, I'll I'll lay this out in stages. He says like this. He says that Klal Yisrael in the midbar they came over to Meish Rabbeinu and they tell Meish Rabbeinu that they want to have the golem. They want to have that. The Mishkan is in the middle. That they want to surround the Mishkan and have flags and encampments and stationed in certain positions, and that was how they wanted to to live in the Midbar. Where did they get this idea from? The idea came. Many people don't know this. But the idea came years and years and years before. Years before, Yaakov Avinu tells his shvatim to gather around his bed. Parshas Vayechi. And he tells them over there that your children are going to be going into the desert and they're going to have the golem. They're going to have formations. And he took his children and he told them where to stand, who they should stand next to. And he said to them, this is going to be a Messiah, a transmission between you and your children and their children and their children until they're going to be in the desert. And when they're going to be in the desert, they are going to have the golem. And the same way you're standing next to this brother and that brother and you're in the north and you're in the south and you're in the east and you're in the west, that is how your children should station themselves in the, in the Midbar. Not only that, by our Sinai, 22,000 groups or pairs of Malachim came down from Shemayim and they came down like an army in rows and it was very beautifully set up. And when Klai Yisrael saw that, that became the inspiration for the Degalim. 
And they turned to their leaders and they said to them, we want to have the Golem. We want to have formations, encampments. And the Zakinim told them, oh, you should know that there's a Messiah that we have from Yaakov Avinu. And not only will, will there be the Golem, but we know exactly how these the Golem are going to be stationed. Sounds beautiful. And they turned to Meish Rabbeinu, they said, Meish Rabbeinu, set us up with the Golem. We have a Messiah from Yaakov Avinu, how it should look. We see the Malachim come down from Shemayim, and we think that it's the most beautiful thing in the world. Set it up, Meisha, make it happen, let's do this. And yet it's brought down that Meisha Rabbeinu turns to Hashem and he says to him, Rabbeinu Shalaylam, I don't want to make the Golem. And Meisha, why not? Why don't you want to make the Golem? Meisha says, I'll tell you why. Because Kalal Yisrael is bound to be jealous one from the next. Why were you stationed in the north? I wanted to be in the north. Why were you next to Shevet Yisachar? I wanted to be next to Shevet Yisachar. Why were you next to Meish Rabbeinu? I wanted to be Meish next. My family is bigger than your family. Your family is slower than my family. Everyone's going to have all the reasons for why they should be here, and they should be here, and they should be here, and they should be here. Meish Rabbeinu said, Hashem, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to do this. I'm not interested. And Hashem tells him, go ahead and make the golem anyways. Says Ravelli Lapian, could you imagine? We're talking about, this, these are, this, this is the people who are living in the Dar Deya. They see the Rabbanish Lulim Kaviachal. They're standing by our Sinai. They see the Malachim come down from Shemaim. They have a Messiah from Yaakov Avinu. They turn to the Zakanian. They say to them, please set up the Golem. They say, great. We were waiting for you guys to ask. Now you're asking. We're making the Golem. Mesh Avinu says, Hashem, eh, I don't know if we should do this. They're going to fight. You're going to fight. What in the world are you going to fight about? You think somebody's going to go say your family's bigger, smaller, north, net? Who cares? This is the most beautiful event in the world. How can you possibly think that anybody's going to fight about this? Trevely Lapian says, I'll tell you. He takes us to another level. And he says as follows. And if you listen to this concept, it will truly change your life. He says as follows. He says, In Vidu and Yom Kippur, we say the words, Haloi kol hanistarais vahaniglois ata yedea. Hashem, you know everything. You all, you know all the nistaris, all the things that are hidden. You know the haniglois and everything that's revealed. You also know. I don't understand. If Hashem knows all the things that are hidden, of course He knows all the things that are revealed. All the things that are hidden, you know, and all the things that are revealed, you know. Of course, if you know the things that are hidden. You know, the things that are revealed. And classically, what do we understand this to mean? It means that we do have errors. <laughs> Some of these errors are done privately. So, certain errors are done in public. So, what happens? We get up to Shemayim, where we stand by Vidar and Yom We say that Hashem says, listen. <laughs> There's transparency here. You know me. I, I know that you know. You know, I know that you know everything that I hide from everybody else. You know it. And also the things that everybody knows, you also know. That's how we classically understand these words. How like calling the stories, all the things that are hidden, you know. Everything that's revealed, you also know. Says Ravelli Apian, no, that's not Pshat in these words. Pshat in these words is as follows. How like calling the stories, the things that are hidden, Hashem knows about. The Hanik the things that are revealed, 
that we think we know what the reason for them is? You, Hashem, you know the real reason for it. You turn to a person and you say to him, let me ask you a question. Why did you ask that question? I want to know the answer. That's the neglise. Everybody knows that. Hashem says, no, you didn't ask that because you wanted to know the answer. You asked that at a gaiva because you wanted people to think this about you. It's so deep that you yourself didn't even know that. You didn't even hop that you were going because of gaiva. You thought you just wanted to know. But deep down in your heart, you had a different, an ulterior motive that nobody knew. Not only did nobody knew, you didn't even know. Nobody knew this, not even you. Why did you do this chesed? Because I'm full of chesed. No, because you're selfish. Because you wanted the person to say thank you and give you a pat on the back. What? No, that's not why I did it. I did it because it's really chesed. I'm not motivated by money. You are motivated by money. Yeah, I didn't do this. You did it because of that. I can't. You could. The things that you think in your brain, this is neglect. Everybody knows this about me. No. Haloi kalanistara is the things that are hidden that nobody knows, Hashem knows. But not only that, even the things that are, neg- that are neglected, that are they're revealed. Everybody knows this about you. You should just know Hashem knows your true motivations. Hashem knows what's really going on inside of you. He knows it to the point where you're going to be shocked out of your mind. You get up to you and say, Hashem, look at all this chesed I did. That's chesed? That's selfish. Look at all these questions I asked. Questions? You were just drawing attention to yourself. That's gaiva. That's taiva. That's this. That's it. What? No, it can't be. Everybody knows that's what it was. How deep is this idea? You could just... Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. How like all the stories behind the glaze. The things that you, you yourself don't even know. We don't even know this about ourselves. That's what's going on. Says Lapiam, that's what happened by the Degalim. By the Degalim comes along Maishra Rabbeinu and he says, people are going to stand here. They're going to say, what? Fight about the golem, fighting about where I go. No, I'm not fighting about anything. I have a cheshman. I'll tell you why. You don't understand. That guy is not so smart. He shouldn't be next to this shevet. My family's faster. My family's stronger. We shouldn't be in the north. We're not good with the north wind. We should be in the east. We're better with the east wind. We're faster. We're slower. We're warriors. We're learners. We're earners. Whatever the cheshman is. They're not going to fight. People don't fight. People rationalize. Oh, when it comes to rationalizing, everybody rationalizes. And the worst part is that it's L'Shem Shemayim. Oh, I'm not doing this for my own cover. I'm doing this Laman Hashem. I'm doing this because I want these Degolim to be the right formation. I know there's a Messiah from Yaakov Avinu because back in the day that's how he thought that the Shvatim would interact with each other. But you have to understand it's years later there's millions of people here he didn't really see me coming he didn't know my personality. There's a Cheshben you understand? There's rationalization L'Shem Shemayim self-preservation I had a reason for this oh, but we're not thinking that no it's Amamash Tzadik Ask anybody when they do something wrong, do you think you're doing something wrong? Doing something wrong? What are you talking about? Like, we shouldn't even mention this, but one of the worst people in history, Hitler, when he spoke in 1936, he said, I believe that the work that I'm about to do is God's work. 
I'm doing this mamish leman leman like l'shem shemayim. Like we don't even we can't even imagine somebody thinking or, or or saying that. But but that he said those words, and people believed him, and they went along with that. How crazy is that? But we do it every day. We rationalize. We have our chashbayness. We have our reasons. Things why we have to do this and have to say this. If they get in the line, if they tell our spouse this, no, I'm not fighting with you. I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just. I'm just saying it because you have to know this. We rationalize and we think we have it all figured out. Halakhan is is the things that we think are hidden. Hashem knows about. Halakhan is the things that we think we know. We don't even know. Marriage starts with kesher atzmi, a connection to yourself. Really knowing yourself and being honest with yourself. And one of the biggest things you can do for yourself is to take yourself on a date. Don't go to a lounge and sit there with a Coke. You're going to look very funny. But spend some time with yourself. Spend some time with yourself and get to know yourself, your motivations, your weaknesses, your strengths that are not being utilized enough. When you bring those things to the surface and you're comfortable with that, then you let someone in. You let someone into your life. You let them challenge you because you're really confident in who you are. That is such an amazing thing. And that's, that's like stage one. The stage two is you have a rub, a mentor, a rebbe, somebody who you talk to on a consistent basis who knows you, who knows, who knows you, the real you. And you're, you're open to hearing from them when they tell you something. I'll tell you, I, I recently spoke to one of my rebbeim for about two hours. And I went through a list of things that I was waiting to talk to him about. And we went through and he said, yeah, I'm asking to this, I'm asking to that, I'm asking And then there were certain things he said, no, I think you should do this differently and this differently. And I would say to him, I- I'm thinking of this. And he would say, what's your, what's your motivation? I would say this. He would say, no, what's your real motivation? And I would say, okay, now that I think about it, maybe it's a little bit deeper than that. The ability to have someone in your life who challenges you when it comes to you, not external Hardships, not children who are running around and you're like, I can't handle this, but someone who challenges you for you, for who you are, for what you think, for what you say, for how you process things, for the decisions that you make that are not always, not always exactly what you think they are. Sometimes we whitewash them. Sometimes we just have to get in a line. When you take this concept and internalize it, but really internalize it, and you have that constant relationship where you can calibrate your mindset and your emotions, then what happens is, is that you stop rationalizing. You start really living and recognizing that the ultimate goal of Shalom Bias is Shalom Bias. Is to, to have a, a spouse who's happy. And not that you get in the line. And not that you, you, you turn the knife more and more and more. Or you lie, or you're facetious, or you say things that you're not proud of, but I, I had to say it. I had to do it. We stop rationalizing. We become real with ourselves. And when we're, when we're real with ourselves, we can become real with others as well. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.